And welcome to another episode of Coffee and Revelations, where you bring the coffee and we bring the revelations. I'm so excited that you are here. Welcome to another episode. Thanks for being here. I really, really appreciate it. I thank you to all of the new listeners. Shout out to the new listeners. Welcome. If it's your first time here, thanks for stopping by. If you wouldn't mind at the end of the show, leaving a review and then sharing with others if it's something that you enjoy. And guess what? We're back every single Wednesday. So you can catch up on old episodes and come back for new episodes every Wednesday. So thank you for being here to all of the loyal listeners who are here every week and come back again and again. Thank you for being you. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for sharing the podcast and for just being a part of this journey. I appreciate you and I thank God that you are part of this community. I'm super excited about today's episode because as some folks used to say in the church, I'm going to step on some toes. And if I don't step on any toes other than my own, trust me, I will be stepping on my own. So we're just going to jump right into the episode. Today, we're talking about a big topic that, well, is big for me. I don't know if it's big for anybody else, but it is big for me. We're talking about procrastination. I don't know if any of you have ever been impacted by procrastination, but for me, It is a thing. It's a whole thing. It is planning projects, starting projects, picking up things, wanting to do things, not finishing things, not completing tasks, activities, things that I want to do, projects, plans, thoughts, ideas. Listen, it is a whole thing. And sometimes procrastination sneaks up on you. And you will be wanting to do something. And before you know it, you look up and the deadline that you have set has passed by. Or before you know it, something else has popped up, a distraction to keep you away from doing the thing that you wanted to do. And all of these things, procrastination is a real thing. It's so funny because I was talking to my sister recently and just looking up how fast 2020 has gone by with the pandemic and with being home in quarantine and with so many shifts and transitions and changes and all of these things, even in the midst of all of that, this year has flown by. If you're listening at the original recording date, this is, we are almost in November. Like it is so, 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 so crazy. So to think that we're almost in November And there are so many things that have just sat on me and sat with me this year. And it's like, am I going to do any of this stuff? Procrastination. It's a whole thing. (laughs) I'll probably say that a lot of times because for real, for real, it really, really is. But there's a scripture that I want to share as we sort of delve into the episode, because every single time I think about it, about this scripture, every time I read it, every time it pops up, or every time I just think about how I need to be doing better with my time and managing time and stewarding the things and ideas and thoughts that God has given me. I always think of this scripture and it just sticks out like a sore thumb to me and helps shape me up and get me together, at least for a little while. Then I have to circle back to it. Now I'll come back to this episode and maybe you will too. 
This scripture is from Proverbs chapter six, verses six through 11. And it is so, 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 so good. So before I go into it, I just want to tell you to fasten your seatbelt, to get together, because this is probably going to step on your toes too. (laughs) If you have anything that you have been slothful about, anything that you have been procrastinating about, and you just need that little push to, to step out, to do it, and to go forth. All right, so this is Proverbs 6, 6 through 11, and this is in the Passion Translation. I always share with you all, I might read something in a different version, a different translation, just because that's what I'm feeling at the time. Usually I start with King James and then I go from there, but this is good in every version, so you can go and read it in whatever your favorite translation is. But this is from the Passion Translation. It says, when you're feeling lazy, come and learn a lesson from this tale of the tiny ant. Yes, all you lazy bones. See, they already stepping on our toes. Come on. All you lazy bones, come learn from the example of the ant and enter into wisdom. The ants have no chief, no boss, no manager. No one has to tell them what to do. You'll see them working and toiling all summer long, stockpiling their food in preparation for winter. So wake up, sleepyhead. How long will you lie there? When will you wake up and get out of bed? If you have been nodding off and thinking, I'll do it later, or say to yourself, I'll just sit back a while and take it easy. Just watch how the future unfolds. By making excuses, you'll learn what it means to go without. Poverty will pounce on you like a bandit and move in as your roommate for life. Jesus, I don't know about you, but I do not want poverty to move in as my roommate for life. And sometimes it can be procrastination sneaks up on you and you'll say, "Okay, I'll put it off for tomorrow. Okay, I'll do it another day. Okay, I'll wait until whenever. Okay, I'll wait until this gets right or I'll wait until that gets right. But what happens is a lot of times you just don't end up doing it because something else creeps in, something else happens. You figure out another way to wait or another reason to wait. There are always more reasons to wait, always more reasons not to do the thing that you know you need to do or you know you want to do or you know that God has given you to do. And I just know that In this time, there is such a push and such a reason that you should be doing what God wants you to do. A couple of things. If 2020 has taught me anything, it has taught me that I don't know what is happening next. I don't know what the future holds. And not that I didn't know that before. Obviously, I knew that before and I knew that life was short and I knew that I didn't have all the time in the world to do the things that God was giving me to do and all of those things. But for some reason, even though I knew those things, and yes, obviously they are true, somehow, some way, I always ended up waiting to do things because it felt like, well, maybe I do have time or I can wait until everything aligns or I can wait until blah, 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 blah. Wait until all of these things happen. So recently, I read something that was so, so good on social media. 
that redefined procrastination. And it said that procrastination is the arrogant assumption that God has to give you another opportunity to do something. What? That is so, 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 so good and so crazy because you are arrogant to think that God has to give you another opportunity. He has to keep giving you grace. He has to keep giving you another chance. Now, God is good. God is extremely graceful and gracious, but he doesn't have to keep giving us new opportunities. He doesn't have to keep giving us these new chances to do the same thing he asked us to do so long ago and all the things that he has given us to do. And one thing that I noticed is that as you procrastinate and as you sit on ideas, as you sit on thoughts, as you wait for everything to align so perfectly, God, because he wants something to really be done, he sometimes will give a similar idea or a similar thought that you were already having to someone else. And sometimes the thing that you were going to do ends up popping up on your Facebook timeline. It ends up popping up on Instagram because somebody was obedient at the time. Somebody wasn't waiting. Somebody wasn't slothful and they were ready to go forth with the idea at the time. So every time I look at an ant bed, you know, the the hills or the mounds that ants have built, you look at those ants and they literally go and carry dirt or carry sand or whatever other particles that they're picking up. They gather all these things and they build a home. They don't have anyone that's leading them. This is what this proverb is talking about. I love proverbs because it's so practical. It's things that we can understand, things that we can see in regular everyday life. And you can see it all coming together and how that impacts you or how that can impact your life. So the Ants are gathering the sand, gathering the dirt, pulling this from here, pulling that from there so that they can build a home so that they can have a place to store, a place to live, a place to um, be warm and all of that in the appropriate time. So when it doesn't look like they should be working they're working. When it doesn't seem like they have a reason to work, they're still building. They're still growing. They're still making a way to do the things that they need to do because there will come a time when they cannot work. There will come a time when they can't build and they can't come together and they can't pull all these things together. And so the ant even has enough wisdom to say, while the conditions are perfect, I'm going to build. While everything is happening the way that it's happening, I'm going to build. But what happens with us so many times, we don't build in the ideal times. We wait when we should be building, when we should have those things, when we should be making that way possible. And unfortunately, what happens is at the end of this proverb, it says, if you continue to procrastinate, If you continue to be slow about your business, slow about the things that you need to do, slow to make decisions, slow to move forward on things that God tells you to do. It says that poverty will become your roommate for life. I don't want poverty to be my roommate. I have seen poverty be the roommate of a lot of people and I don't want it to be my roommate. It moves in because it creeps in suddenly. You know, they always say, or I've heard people say sometimes that when people come to your house and they bring one bag, it's like, okay, you know, you're staying for a few days or whatever the situation is. But when you bring all this stuff and you bring a whole bunch of baggage, like, where are you going? This ain't, this is not a hotel. This is not your new apartment. This is, you know, this is my house. And that's how poverty is. 
It may sneak in and bring a little bit of its mindset the first time. But then as you continue to procrastinate, as you continue not to move forward, as you continue to disobey, as you continue not to make a decision, not to make a move, not to step out, you begin to accept the things that poverty is bringing or potentially bringing into your life. And I believe that that is what the enemy wants to bring into our lives. He wants us to be so slow about everything. He wants us not to make a decision, not to move forward, not to do anything. If Satan can get you not to even do the smallest thing, the smallest thing, the smallest step in the right direction. And you have to think about it because this proverb of the ant is so powerful. The ant is tiny. So do you know how long it probably takes for an ant to build one of those huge mounds that we see in our yard or on the side of the house or on the side of the sidewalk or wherever? They have to take some time to do it. It takes diligence. It's it's not like it pops up just because you have the idea. Procrastination sets in a lot of times because the tasks that you are setting out to do are so huge. They're really big tasks. But as you do them, as you set aside that one ounce of time or that one little thing to do, or you make a step in the right direction, you do one thing toward the goal that you're working toward, then you are moving past procrastination. You're moving past that desire to just stay in that place. And y'all, as short as life is, and as much as 2020 has shown us that life is unpredictable, We don't know what the next moment holds, but what you do know is what you can do now, what ways you can move forward now, what things, what ideas you can move forward with now in this moment at this time. And I know that when you do that, great things will happen. When you do that, you'll be able to see new developments in your life. You'll be able to make things happen. You'll be able to stretch yourself to do more than you thought you could do. And I know that it's one of those things that it can be something so small. Like we have some assignments and things that I'm working on. And sometimes I'll say, okay, I'll do this on Saturday night. Well, Saturday night comes and I don't really feel like doing it. And then so I'll say, well, I'll do it Sunday morning before church or whatever. And something continues to happen, continues to happen, continues to happen. And one of the things I've started telling myself is when Satan really, really opposes me and is trying to get me not to do something, that's the time I really, really need to do it because there's something on the other side of it that he's trying to keep me from. So if he will take so much time to keep me away from doing whatever this thing is, it must be really important. It must be something that I really, really need to do. And so I just want to encourage you. I don't know if y'all are like me and you have been a procrastinator in the past or there have been times where you really just don't feel like doing something where honestly you just be like, I don't feel like doing this. It feels so painful right now. Let me tell you, whatever you are agonizing over right now and procrastinating to do, You not doing it will be much more painful than taking the step to do it, taking the leap to do it, moving forward and doing whatever that thing is, because y'all say it in is really trying to stop some purposes. I feel like the past couple of weeks I've been talking about 
purpose a lot and not allowing things to block you or to hinder you from doing your purpose. And I know that it's probably something that people need to hear because God has sort of kept me in the same way or in the same vein about it. But don't let whatever that is stop you from fulfilling the things that you know that God has placed in your heart to do. Don't let it stop you. Don't let it hold you back. Push past the procrastination, push past the desire to just stop or not start. Sometimes, you know, once you start, you can keep going. But some of us aren't even starting. It's like I can't even make the first step in this direction to do the thing that I know I should be doing. And so I just want to encourage you to press to keep going, to never, ever stop and to just watch God do what God wants to do in your life. So I'm excited about what God is doing in your life. I'm excited about what God is doing in my life. I really, really am trusting him to manifest so many things during this time. And I believe that he's going to do it, but it's not blind faith. I'm also putting works with the faith. The word of God says that faith without works is dead being alone. So don't let your faith be dead. Don't let the things you're trusting God for be dead because you have no works to support the things that you are believing God to do. So I hope this was a blessing to you. And I pray that you will continue to thrive and see God work in your life. Move past the anxiety, move past the pressure, move past the desire not to do the thing and just do the thing, just do the thing. So thank you all for being here today. You know, if you are here week by week, that we never like to end an episode without offering the greatest thing that we know, which is the plan of salvation to those that don't know the Lord. If you don't know him and you want to get to know him, I want to introduce you to my bestie, to my best friend, Jesus Christ. He is amazing. And God, his father, sent him into the world to die for our sins, to bring us back into fellowship with with him. And so I want to share this great plan with you and give you the opportunity to get to know him for yourself. So we do this with Romans chapter 10, verses nine and 10, which say that if you confess with your mouth and if you believe with your heart that God has sent Jesus and raised him from the dead, that you will be saved for with your mouth you confess and with your heart, you believe unto salvation. So let us go through this plan. And if it's you and if you're accepting it for the first time, if you would just repeat after me. And then after that, you can build a thriving and beautiful relationship with with the Lord. Repeat after me. Say, Father, I thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sins. You knew that I would need your help, that I would sin, that I would fall short, and that I would need to come back into fellowship with you. Thank you for sending Jesus to reconcile me back to you. I confess my sins. I give you my life. And I ask you to come into my heart. Father, I believe that you sent Jesus, that he was beaten, that he was crucified, 
that he was buried and that on the third day he got up with all power in his hands. And with that power, I invite you into my heart and I make you my Lord and Savior. In Jesus name. Amen. Oh, I'm so excited. It's your birthday. If this is your first time doing this, it's your birthday. You have a new life and a new start, a fresh start to life. And I'm excited that we've been able to get you to Jesus, which is the best thing that you can do. Find a Bible-based church, begin to develop that relationship. And I promise it'll be the best thing that you've ever done. So now I want to thank you again for being here and we'll end in prayer. I appreciate the opportunity to have you as a part of the Coffee and Revelations community. I am grateful to share this space and to share this time to build a community where people are thriving and growing, hearing the revelations that God gives and really just walking out life in the way that God wants for us to walk it out. So I'm excited and I so look forward to seeing you again here next week. Let's pray. Father God, in Jesus name. Thank you for being so amazing. Thank you for every way that we are able to experience your power. Thank you, oh God, for giving us examples, even in everyday situations like an ant. How can an ant teach us a lesson? Well, because the ant shows us diligence. The ant shows us how we can set out to do a task and actually finish it. Lord, if there are listeners that are like me, We have started many things and we have not finished many things. God, there are so many things and projects and ideas and thoughts that we have set out to do. And many of them are still unfinished to this day. But Lord, thank you for being a redeemer of time. Thank you for not allowing those mistakes and those challenges and those uh, distractions and things that have plagued us in the past to hinder our future. Thank you, oh God, that you have power beyond anything that we could ever ask or think. Father, we pray that you would use your power in us as we commit to doing the things that you have given us to do. Let us steward well. Let us not hold back the gifts and talents and skills that you have given us, but let us pour them out, using them for your glory and honor in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for every listener. If they are a procrastinator, I pray that they will continue to press into the things that you have given them to do, that they would not be weary in well-doing, that they would not fall by the wayside, but that they would continue to say yes to you and to do the thing that you have called them to do in the name of Jesus. I pray that purpose will be found even now and that poverty would not be our roommate, but that we will walk in prosperity in grace, in abundance, in wealth, in harvest, and in all of the things that you have for us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Thank you so much. Please rate, like, subscribe, share all the things. And until next week, have a wonderful week. Continue to sow into those things that God has given you to do. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Show me God's perspective.